Today on Gamerhead Radio, we... Oh, fuck it. Ladies and gentlemen of Gamerhead Radio, I am, of course, Viking Jesus, Mike Nemitz. I'm currently filled to the brim with sugar and exhaustion. Or something. Um, Charlie's wife made us... Uh, what are they, Charlie? Um, they are... We, we, um, we've dubbed them uh, Betas Buddies. As in diabetes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are um, peanut butter Rice Krispies treats covered in, um, uh, you know, like chocolate shell... With um, uh, with uh, opened up Oreos and M and M's for eyes, and then like pink frosting mouths, and then um, you know, tiny like mini M and M's for like I don't know, I, I, I decoration. I feel like going into a diabetic coma just from that description. And I <laughs> ate one less they're than they're five minutes creatures. ago. They're they're delicious, but oh my god, if I eat more than one in a week, I think I might uh, explode. Um. So anyway, of course, uh, uh, to my front is the Technotronic Corn Charlie Worthley. Hello. And of course, returning from tour dun, dun, dun. is the guy making his own sound effects. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> uh, Mr. Goat. Yeah, we're back in the... Saddle? Yeah, no. Not saddle. No, no, I'm not Aerosmith. <laughs> no. Uh, well, I'd say we're back in a New York groove. Buddy. I don't know. You kind of have the hair. For Aerosmith? Yeah. Uh, I don't have the lips. Yeah. yeah that's, These lips are the size of my face. That's true. So, I mean, that, you know, what's going on there? <laughs> anyway. I know, they have, like, long flowing locks. I look at goat and I see long flowing do locks. They? I mean, we, we, could, we could do They the... sort of have receding hairlines because you're getting old and I look at goat and I... Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's okay. My hairline is descending. I literally, yeah, I'm, I'm going to just be hair by the time I'm 50. So, nice, so nice. you'll be me, but, <laughs> <laughs> but in the opposite direction. No, he'll be cousin age. age. No, I'm literally. Well, he'll be me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already having to shave the outsides of my ears. Okay, like it's bad. <laughs> oh man, you're gonna be that guy. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm. I'm maintaining it. So until you hit like six, and you just don't give a shit anymore. I don't see that happening. Do you see that happening? At some no. point, you're gonna break down and just not care. You're gonna be that guy where like you're just like, oh, yeah, I have pants. I will just bathe in there if that's what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such. That's so unpleasant in every sense. <laughs> All five of them. Oh, my God. And now everybody knows way too much about me. Um, by the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are actually also joined by uh, Charlie's dog, Pyro, um, in case he starts uh, making enough noise to actually be picked up by the mic. Um, we apologize, but he's just too adorable, and he wanted to join us today. Yep. So uh, he, he'll he'll maybe pop in for, you know, opinion later. Um, but anyway. boy. He's a good boy. Anyway. Um, Pretty slow week in uh, everything, everything except for scheduling. Oh my god, I haven't been home since seven a.m. But that's besides the point. Um, seven thirty a.m. Yeah, okay. Um, it could be for somebody. Yeah. Um, 
So not a lot going on in the gaming industry in terms of events or anything like that. However, we do have quite a few high-profile releases coming up. Um, Assassin's Creed 4 hits current generation consoles. Uh, Battlefield 4 hits current generation consoles. Uh, Sonic Lost World is out. WWE 2K14 is out. There's a new Pac-Man game coming out, apparently. Uh, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures. And then, of course... Ghostly Adventures. Thank you, Charlie. (laughs) Um... And of course, Angry Birds Star Wars is released on consoles this week. And if you ask what consoles, I mean literally every console. Except next gen. Except next gen. I'm pretty sure well, they're I'm pretty sure they're launch titles for next gen consoles too, so. Um so there's that. Um So a lot of high profile games. Um Goat, what did you uh what did you play this week? Your banjo. The banjo. No, I mean video games. Oh, no uh, nuts. I've been working on X. Huh? I've been working on X a lot. I'm trying. X. X. Oh, Pokemon, Pokemon X. Pokemon okay. X. Remember, uh, remember that one time you texted me and you're like, yeah, and yeah. it's X time. I'm like, so you're about to do ecstasy or you're about to play Pokemon? Because one of those is incredibly addictive. The other one is uh, Pokemon. I set yeah. that up wrong. Whatever. I, I would have taken that joke the other direction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the spin I was waiting for, but hey, whatever. Uh, no, I've been, I figure uh, since I've been down and just kind of like lounging around, getting back to normal life, yeah. I'm like, hey, I have a lot of free time. Yeah. I'm going to hammer out a very large game that usually takes me forever to get through because I don't have a lot of free time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, I already know what you've been playing, but tell the tell the uh, listeners what you've been playing. I like that I have my own personal video game stalker. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Raptor. <laughs> yeah. So um, picked up both uh, Batman Arkham Origins and uh, Lego Marvel uh, this week and um, played just a little bit of both. And unfortunately, because Michelle is out of town for the next week, I'm not allowed to touch either of them. <laughs> really? Yeah. She. We, we play all the... I, I think I mentioned this before. We play all the Lego games together. So we played yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple levels of it today. So far, loving it. So far, it has... Lord of the Rings right now is, is our favorite just because of the how much there was to do in that game. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Um, really, really, really excellent. This one um, has the potential for that because it's got the big open world and then the levels that they've got in there so far are pretty good. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, it, it definitely right now has the potential to be up there among the favorites. Um, That's cool. But uh, yeah, enjoying that so far. And I and played like um, a couple nights ago just because I got it home and she, you know, we, we both just wanted to check it out, but we, but we were both exhausted. Um, played about 15 minutes of Arkham Origins just to kind of check it out. Um, even though, um, you know, even though it's made by a different team than the other Arkham games, yeah. it definitely is an Arkham game. Like it's set up and the play is almost exactly the same so far. That, 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 that's something that Goat and I were talking about, um, a little bit earlier today. A lot of reviews gave it, it, it kind of like, you know, l- less than amazing scores because they kept saying, well, it's the same thing. And it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> the two other games were amazing. Yeah. And if yeah. it ain't broke, you don't fix it. Yeah. So the, um, yeah. the, um, uh, one of my buddies who, um, is um his name's Dan and he uh he uh he played um you know the the, the other Arkham games really into him he plays on like the challenge modes yeah and he um he's like one of like the top ranking people in um oh, wow. in Arkham City for like all the challenge modes like he like really spends a lot of time and he's really 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 good at it and he posted the other day that um he's pretty much gonna have to relearn the combat system from scratch really pretty much. yeah because it's like there are there's there's like double blocks and things that you can do now and like double counters and like you know they they definitely did evolve the combat system it's not the kind of thing that like a, a non-hardcore player like myself 
noticed until he until he mentioned it and then i thought about it it's like oh yeah i guess that was different but yeah uh, for people who are really into it i guess they they did evolve the combat system quite a bit but yeah. as far as just the general gameplay and stuff it's uh more of the same which as far as i'm concerned is no bad thing whatsoever very cool i i look forward to uh getting to it after i uh finish up the game that i'm currently playing i'm currently playing ace attorney 5 uh dual destinies i think it's called um, except I haven't played it in the past two days because I've been that damn busy, but it, it's every bit as amazing as I had hoped it would be for being an Ace Attorney game. I was going to say, for you, I'm surprised it's taken you this long to not beat it, but then again, I know how busy you've been. Well, Ace Attorney games actually do have a fair bit of meat to them. Huh. I mean, um, you know, what they're usually done, and I, what I think this one is split up to, it's usually split into about four or five cases, and each one will be split into separate, uh, sections, you know, between investigating and courtroom. Um... And it'll keep increasing as you go on in cases. You know, like the first case, you'll only do like one courtroom session. And then the case after that, you'll do one investigative section and one courtroom session. The one after that, you'll do an investigative section, then a courtroom section, then more investigating, then courtroom. You know, so, so it'll get progressively bigger like that. Pyro looks like he really, really wants your attention. <laughs> he wants to play fetch. Come on, buddy. Not now. Okay. Um... But yeah, so no, Ace Attorney, Ace Attorney is awesome so far. They they revamped the graphics. They're not sprites anymore. They're 3D now. Hmm. Um, although the charm is still there and all the wonky sound effects and facial expressions and everything. And of course, there's references that are amazing. Like you guys saw the one that I posted about the Metal Gear Solid reference. Um, yeah. There's a character that, that um, is a journalist, so she keeps her identity hidden and she hide in a, hides in a box. And when one of your characters um, comes across the box, they're just like, oh... This is a box. I hope there's not a snake inside. And then and then someone actually, like, picks up the box and their arms come out and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, my God, you know. But it, it's it's so it, it's so dumb, but I love it. Um, you, I, you had mentioned before something about there was some DLC with, like, a whale or something like that. Yeah, there's... <laughs> excuse me. Um, there's DLC planned um, that'll add an additional case. And I think Phoenix Wright is actually perfect for DLC. Um, just adding different cases and oh, yeah, chapters it's and stuff like in that. nature. So yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I believe you're supposed to defend a pirate whale from being accused of murder, right. and said whale is pink, has a mustache, wears a pirate hat and an eye patch, and has a hook for a fin. <laughs> so I might be buying a 3ds just for that. <laughs> you honestly, you would love the Ace Attorney games. I they're, probably would. They're, they're right up your alley. I know the first three of them are available digitally on the Wii. If you'd be interested, noted. Um, definitely recommend them. You'd like them. Goat wouldn't because they're text heavy, so, mm. but the humor in it is totally, you know, worth it. Not, not to say that you know you're. you're I can't read. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, that's what we did this week in games. Let's see what the industry did this week in games. All right, so starting off the top five of news, now that Charlie actually knows to hit the record button on time. (laughs) On time? There was never any, like... I know. I'm it was sorry. Very, I apologize. It's, it's okay. I'm it's not, it's I'm, all my I'm, fault. Everything's my fault. I'm sorry. I'm teasing you. You <laughs> know that. Um, you tease. <laughs> well, you know. Anyway, starting off the top five, um, remember when the Wii was a popular thing? Still kind of is to an extent, but um, 
Uh, Nintendo announced they are stopping Wii production entirely out of Japan this past week. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> really? I don't think it gets a, a sad taps or nothing. <laughs> wow, you're, uh, even your own dog wants you to stop. That's, that's uh, it's kind of impressive. Um... So yeah, Wii production is stopping. Um, the the Wii, of course, being one of the fastest selling, if not the fastest selling console of all time. Uh, the Wii, of course, had tremendous success, selling hundreds of millions of units. Um, units. Yes, I said unit. Um, so I don't think there's really any uh, need for a sad song or anything like that. Although I'm sure no, the we'll respect the is appreciated. Aww. Um. But uh, so Nintendo announced that any stock that, you know, retailers and stuff like that has is probably going to be the last of what they have. So, uh, you know, just in time for. It's just apparently a bad idea to have the animals in the studio today because everyone is distracted by them. Charlie's got a dog in his lap. Goat is making faces at the cat. I am not. I am challenging the cat to a fight. Get it right. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's challenging the cat to a fight. Anyway, um. So if you haven't picked, if you're one of the two people on Earth that does not own a Nintendo Wii, uh, you might want to pick one up now, um, as retailers are sure to be clearancing them out, putting them on sale for the Black Friday rush right around the corner. Um, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure uh, GameStop has already said that you can get a used one on Black Friday for $40. That's wow. impressive. Yeah. I might buy a second and third one yeah. <laughs> to have them. I think I have a, a table that's kind of wobbly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. I uh, I plan to build a house with them, <laughs> which uh, which shouldn't surprise anyone. I mean, I'll save a ton on insulation costs because I'll just have them all running at the same time. <laughs> but um, you know, and and that'll be heat itself. But my electricity bills are going to be through the roof. So I figure I'll get one and stick it in that that missing piece of my rack, of my rig. It'll just fit right in there, right next. Oh, to your mu- your yeah. your amp. Okay, yeah. I, I, was, I was yeah. So <laughs> I'll have a, a wee in my uh, my rig on stage. <laughs> be- Really funny, actually. And I have it turned on to the blue light shows. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, so Wii production is ending. It's the end of an era. Um, let's all remember the lackluster library, but incredible sales of the of the last-gen Nintendo console. Let's all remember the millions and millions of housewives who got into crazy cat fights over a console. And I saw many of them. Yeah, you had a front-row seat for probably a lot of them. <laughs> Well, yeah, I worked at Toys R Us during the height of uh, what did you uh, what did you coin Wii Demonium or something yeah. like that? Yeah, Wii Demonium. I uh, bringing that one back out of the closet. Yeah. it's been at least twenty episodes since we mentioned that term. Um, I worked at Toys R Us during that time, and it, you know we had we had all the Wiis locked up in this uh, back room, and there was a little window on the back room, so if people were being nosy, they could see in the window, and they could see that we had a bunch of Wii consoles, but we were supposed to hold them for Sunday ads and stuff like that, so uh, we weren't allowed to sell them. So people would just be like, hey, you've got a Wii, you should sell me one. N- no, I can't, I'll get fired. But I want to give you my money, and I'm like, I understand that, I will get fired. If, if there ever comes a day where I value your entertainment more than my paying job, then I'd be glad to sell you one, but that day is not today. So... You know, so uh, I'd say rest in peace, we. But you know, let, let's 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 be honest. It's it's not really dead. No, it'll stay on. It'll, it'll be, it's like the nest. There'll be we retro councils and all that stuff. Oh, of course. So of course. 
It'll uh, be in our hearts and minds, just not physically made anymore. Yeah. All right. So coming in at number four, uh, we finally have a release date for highly anticipated Xbox uh, 360, Xbox One, and PC exclusive game Titanfall. Um, that magic date is March 11th. However, the thing that earned this game a spot on the news is not the release date. It's the ridiculous collector's edition that they also announced with it. Um, Respawn. That's, that's actually not the title of it, right? No, I, I wish okay. it was called the Ridiculous Collector's Edition. It's just the Collector's Edition, unfortunately. Um, so, uh, Respawn revealed the Titanfall Collector's Edition, which will be available for uh, $249.99. $250. So, for half of the price of an Xbox One... <laughs> you can get Titanfall. You can get a single game. Well, you get more than just a single game. What does it come with? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Charlie. <laughs> the Titanfall Collector's Edition includes, quote, an exclusive collectible 18-inch handcrafted Titan statue with diorama and battery-powered LED lighting, a full-size art book featuring more than 190 pages of rare concept art, and an exclusive full-size schematic poster of the Atlas Titan. And again, all this can be yours for $249.99. But is the but wait? There's more. Oh my god! <laughs> there's really not more. I just really wanted to say that. <laughs> what could be more? The fact that you just spent two hundred and fifty dollars. Now, now that doesn't seem like a lot for two hundred and fifty bucks. But I want you to imagine how tall eighteen inches is. That's a foot and a half tall. Is it articulated or is it just a? It is not. Okay. It is a. It is a uh, non-movable statue. However, it, it lights up. Apparently, the um and and, and this is the a little bit taller than that goat. Wow, that, a little bit shorter. That's like yeah, that's yeah, about it. So from your, from your knee to that, yeah. So basically, for people from my knee to my mic, <laughs> yeah, like my torso sitting down <laughs> is a statue. I, all right, two fifty. All right, well, depending. You said it like lights up and stuff. It lights up. It also allegedly has a motorized cockpit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we're twelve. <laughs> I like how I'm the youngest one in the room, and I'm not giggling. Yeah, because you're still using your cockpit. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a compliment or insult. Yeah, I uh, yeah, speak. Um, <laughs> um, Wait a minute, what? I, I just, just you, you put a lot of emphasis on the cock in the cockpit, <laughs> and so you just. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Juvenile Radio. And so I, always, I always put a lot of emphasis on the cock, so <laughs> especially when there's a pit involved. Oh boy! Okay, back in the rails. This is what happens when we don't have Michelle in the building. No, this is what happens, what when, happens she when she gets his buddies. Yeah. <laughs> when, we, when we're loaded on sugar and we don't have a female influence in the world. I think uh, your wife sabotaged us on purpose. <laughs> Bunch of sugar and no supervision. <laughs> oh, she's devious. She's uh, good. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, a reminder, of course, that uh, Titanfall is releasing for Xbox One, Xbox 360, and Windows PC. Um. Although there's a lot of heavy rumors that eventually it'll probably end up on PS4 next year, not 2014, 2015. Who's the studio? 
uh, Respawn Entertainment, which are the which was founded by the former creators of Infinity Ward, uh, which did a little game called Call of Duty. But so they don't really have any cons- like company allegiance between. Uh, all I know is that Titanfall is being published by EA. So oh yeah, yeah. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't show up on other consoles then. Yeah, I mean, I, money would be the only right, reason. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, the the. See, this is really ballsy. Here it is, the most expensive collector's edition ever, unless you count that million-dollar Saints Row collector's (laughs) edition that no one purchased. Um, I'm assuming no one purchased because, you know, you'd think you'd hear about that kind of thing. Um, The most expensive collector's edition ever, and it's for a new IP. Yeah, that's the that's the first thing that crossed my mind. Yeah, so I mean, it, it it could it could totally go belly up. You know, this is an untested studio. This is an untested game, and here we have two hundred and fifty bucks, and you get this fucking monolith to put somewhere. <laughs> and I find it interesting that they made this gargancho statue for a character we don't even know if we love that much yet. Uh, well, I mean, you could take a look at the statue and assume that you might love it, but... Yeah, but what if he's in-game, he's a dick or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Well, keep in mind, this character is also a robot. With a it's, just, it's, a ve- it's a vehicle. <laughs> it's a vehicle. Right, yeah. It's bas- yeah, it's basically a vehicle. Oh, okay. So it, it, it's, it's... But I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, like, not, yeah. not having any stock into this... Right, yeah. And it's like, here, buy this big-ass thing that you don't know you I'm like I'm going to not. laugh hysterically when these show up on... When I see threads on Cheap-Ass Gamer six months from now that these are going on clearance for 70 bucks. I'll buy it then. Yeah. Yeah, I probably will. Yeah. It looks like a really good controller holder. <laughs> That's a missed opportunity. They should have had its arms come out to actually hold your controller. That would have been good. Even better, have have the, uh, the Windows version to where you hold your monitor. <laughs> yeah, it's big enough. <laughs> I'd buy that. I'd buy that. So, I'd, yeah. buy it. I'd be like, oh, sweet, my monitor holder's cool. Yeah. What is it? Don't know. <laughs> uh, so for those of you who are interested in purchasing said collector's edition, you can only pre-order it through Titanfall's official website. Um... You can't even buy it in the store? You can't even buy it in the store. You can only... Well, well then, okay. They, they've put extreme emphasis on the fact that they're making, quote, extremely limited quantities. You know what that means? That they're making, like, four of them. Well, well because <laughs> they're not actually... Because they don't have to worry about the distribution channel, it's entirely possible they're, they're literally going to make these to order. Like, I mean, uh, it, it, or in very small batches. So that's, that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. They're 18 inches tall. How small of a batch can you make? Uh, in quantity, <laughs> not in... <laughs> Damn it, goat! Yeah, you too. Um, uh, yeah, I, no, that that actually makes a lot of sense to me because so yeah, they're, they're, you know they're probably ordering them in like batches of like you know hundred, couple hundred, whatever. Yeah. And then you know if, if people so if it tanks, then they don't get screwed. Then they'll have a warehouse full of them sitting around. Exactly. Uh, note that they haven't said how limited these quantities are. Um, sometimes limited quantities actually means limited quantities. Like if it comes from Namco or or. Uh, Actually, Namco is really the only one I can think of at the moment with the, like the Tales games and stuff like that. And then there's have they said they're numbered or not? They haven't said if they're numbered. There's okay. no certificate of authenticity like side If you flip it over and it's like numbered, right. no, they, they didn't say anything about them being numbered or anything like that. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, like I said, I can't wait for them to hit eBay or Amazon mm-hmm. or whatever for seventy bucks. Yeah. Uh, coming in number three, a story that I actually tried to keep as quiet as I could just so I can get Goat's reaction the most. Um, so, Beyond Two Souls came out a few weeks ago, and it's awesome. Um, surprise, surprise. Um, uh, but th- there's, of course, it being a Quantic Dream game, um, there is a, a creepy, stalkerish shower scene in the game. And, of course, the main uh, 
the main character is uh, played by Hel- uh, Helen Ellen Page. <laughs> so anyway, so there's a shower scene with Ellen Page in the game. That's not a spoiler. Everyone was expecting it, and a lot of people were actually anticipating it greatly for some creepy reason. Um, we have free time. Turns out, um, if you play Beyond Two Souls on a debug unit, which is you know kind of like a development kit sort of thing, um, you can freely move the camera around so that you can actually move the camera around to see everything that Ellen Page has to offer. Digitally. Um, digitally. Although, uh, you know, she obviously did everything in a motion capture suit and stuff like that. Apparently the designers had a little bit of fun with, you know, actually rendering textures for nipples and genital... That. Genitalia. Um, which everyone was just like, wonder who got that job. Yeah. <laughs> um... Understandably, Ellen Page is outraged, uh, saying that she was trying to get a hold of Quantic Dream, and and uh, Sony was even saying that they were going to crack down on the, um, on the mod uh, that allows this to be possible. Because in the game, you know, everything is kind of censored to a point. You see her from like the waist up, like behind her, so you, then nothing is really shown or anything like that. But you know. It, 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 a lot of people have been wondering, is like, is this really like a big deal? Is this something that you know Ellen Page is rightfully to be concerned about, since it's not really her or you know, anything like that? And you know, Twitter's kind of been ablaze with it with different with people on different sides. Um, most notably, uh, Zach Braff. Um, he he said, uh, "How is there nudity in video games, and how do I get my nudity in video games?" And then he said something along the lines of, "Developers, I want my penis in your game. Talk to me." <laughs> And no one knows if he's serious or not. It's Zach Braff, so who knows? Um, but do you guys think this is something that like Ellen Page should actually be angry about? Is this something that just like you know, because someone had to know that this was going to happen? Well, I mean, even if they didn't know it was going to happen, I find this to be completely like, like I I I have trouble wrapping my head around why why one of their one or more of their artists took the time to like to paint up and draw out parts of this character like sensitive parts of this character model yeah. that were never going to be seen or at the very least never supposed to be going to see yeah, on screen see, like is, why not just barbie dollar see, like uh, i don't understand see this is an interesting thing because you know the same kind of thing happened with uh, heavy rain when it came out and oh, what's her name do you do you remember the name of the the girl no, I don't. I don't. Oh, I keep wanting to say Madison, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was that. I don't think so. Um, so the main girl. I mean, she she also has kind of a stalkerish, creepy like. Should I be watching the shower scene in Heavy Rain? And of course, someone found some kind of glitch where you could walk around just as this naked character, and she was Barbie doll. You know, no anything. I mean, the body was a correct shape, obviously, but there was no textures to anything. Sure. So uh, apparently, some. Artist just had a, a bored day or something like that. It's just like, I'm going to give Ellen Page nipples, you know? And then and, and, and this was born. Um, I mean, creepy people of the internet are thankful, you know, because, uh, you know, Ellen Page is a relatively attractive person and whatnot, but you're giving me a weird look, Goat. You're choosing your words wisely and <laughs> oddly. I don't want Ellen Page to sue me. <laughs> I, I think she has every right to be pissed, personally, because yeah, I mean, like, because what this what this makes me think of is like, you know, for those that are not aware that haven't, you know, gone into these corners of the internet, there are like, um, you know, sites where people will draw up celebrities. Rule thirty four. Uh, thank you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> which for, which for the uninformed, rule thirty four states that if it exists, there is porn of it. So there are people who have drawn every everybody 
like if if you're even relatively relatively famous or if you're if you're relatively a thing then you know uh somebody is most likely drawn porn of you like whether it be photoshops or sketches or why are you looking at me like that coat because that means there's gamerhead porn out there somewhere i don't think we're famous enough yet that's good. However, <laughs> Rule 34 states, if it exists, Gamerhead Radio does exist. So there's probably, yeah. According to Rule 34, there is Gamerhead Radio porn out there. There is probably fan fiction of the three oh. of us. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad we're making Boys Town that much happier. <laughs> so do we want to think about, like, all the erotic fan fiction for the hosts of Gamerhead Radio, how, how that plays out? or That'll, that'll be a different episode. <laughs> Maybe for a different podcast. Might, might have to uh, invite Jack Baker into the studio. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, since no one reads erotic fan fiction like Jack Baker. So, I mean, like, you know, I, I think I've seen some of the people, like, saying, like, you know, who are saying, like, she has no right to be pissed. It's like, you know, it's it's not really her. It's not like somebody took a photograph of her and, like, spread yeah. it out there. Like, it's not really her. And that's kind of where the controversy is coming from. You know, it, it, it's, it's, you know, even I think her publicist said, like, that doesn't represent the real Ellen Page. And it's like, Okay, enough to imagine. Yeah, but but it's like, see, the insight I have though is like, all right, from from my perspective, and being on like this, you know, the that world of like, now obviously I'm not a celebrity, but I've, you know, dealt with this kind of stuff. She has every right to be pissed. Her publicist is kind of failing her because if it's her or not is irrelevant. Her name and brand is attached to this now. Yeah, and that's bad publicity. I be livid i don't care if it's like anything you know whatever it's not me it's me who cares yeah, yeah naked video game moving on the fact that this kind of controversy and there's people against it with my name attached to it that's where i'd be pissed yeah, yeah. and she has every right to like put these guys to the ringer especially if they didn't tell her about it that's probably like contract I'm stuff pretty, and i'm pretty sure out. they didn't tell her about yeah. it i'm pretty sure she found out about it on yeah. twitter yeah and like then, everyone else then did. You're, you're talking about breach of contract and and, and confidentiality and oh, stuff like that and, i don't know if that kind of stuff would really fall well i mean that all depends on what the contract says it, it, right? it could be it could be but, it, but it could I'm be sure. construed as like defamation of character or something yeah. like yeah. that but, but even then at the same time like hey we're gonna do a nude scene of you yeah that should probably be in well, I'm sure she talks. knew that the shower scene was going to happen. I'm sure she did not. Yeah, know yeah that. she did the motion yeah. capture for it. Yeah, so, exactly. you know, exactly. you don't just, you yeah. don't just motion capture a shower scene with, oh, I'm going and to be So, what clothes. is this for? Oh, yeah. you're, um, you're getting bees out of your hair. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, the, something like that that would put her in that light would have to be, like, kind of talked about. You know, like, hey, we're doing, like, a, well, a tasteful PG shower see, scene. See, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because the particular uh, scene um, deals with her getting ready before a date. Okay. So a lot of, a lot of fanboys are, like, nerding out over it. It's like, you nerding know. out, that's what you're going to go with? <laughs> I'm trying to be as uh, PG as possible. Okay. <laughs> I'd say double-click at their mouse, but okay. <laughs> Oh god. We really are twelve this episode. <laughs> it's the Beatus buddies. <laughs> anyway, so uh rest in peace, Ellen Page. Rest in peace. She's alive. It's yeah, just but her career's her, not, so her digital jubblies are not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the word of the uh, day is jubblies. <laughs> Offended listeners can direct your uh, emails to Michelle at GamerheadRadio.com. <laughs> she, she gave us the sugar. It's her fault. She left us alone with a pile of sugar. We're, we're good. <laughs> and animals. 
How many animals do we have in here right now? Oh my Currently, god! There's one talking. Um, <laughs> we got two, three, four. If you count goat, two cats, a farm animal, and the pee. Bro, hi, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying because that would have been weird anyway. Um, coming in at number two, goat. You actually um, need to cover this one and stop playing with the dog for a second because you Someone found this to occupy story. Him. <laughs> That's okay. He's he's going over to his father there, and yeah, now he's not. Um, so Goat found an interesting story that we actually found only like an hour or so before we started recording um, about uh, angry, what was it, Italian Call of Duty yeah. fans? Like j- just trashing well, no, 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 everything? No, 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 not angry. Not angry. Um, Determined. Yeah. Te- technically, this this isn't on the fans. It is, but it isn't. All right, let's, let's, let's get into this. So someone... And I, someone, some, some random awesome person decided that it'd be a huge awesome idea to offer for free the $200 edition of the new, of Ghosts. I wasn't even aware there was a, was a $200 yeah. edition of Ghosts. Right. To the first 500 people that get to the Call of Duty booth at the game, uh, what is it called? Milan Games Week, which is their expo. That's it. Yeah. No stipulations past that. Just this, get here. The first 500 people. <laughs> so, as cool as that sounds, it, it, things went... Thousands uh, of people yeah, showed up. <laughs> things went a bit awry. <laughs> and uh, in in the commotion to be the first 500, the crowd uh, literally trampled the entire booth to where they had to close it down. It was unusable. <laughs> So this person, this this Activision employee, has never heard of mob mentality. Apparently not. No. Oh boy. No. Um, they had a. There was a reporter there for the local newspaper that was like in in the melee, and they said they were uh, they were kicked, shoved, and slapped during. <laughs> oh this. boy. Which slapped by Italian standards oh, is geez. pretty. Oh, was my crazy. You. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're they're more of a reason. You're giving me the game. Yeah. I want. I want the yeah. game. I want the game. I want why are, you, why are you doing it to me? Yeah, granted, it's not America where they kill people for Furby, but that's pretty pretty epic for over there for being well mannered humans to be like. There's people actually like assaulting other people and yeah. for a game. Yeah, that, when when Goat first told me this story, um, he told me like the headline, um, Which I, and, and, and I'm like, man, I hate I hate us. And then uh, and then he's like, no. These aren't American gamers. What? <laughs> yeah, because the headline I found was fi- fans trash Call of Duty booth at Games Expo. Yeah. Immediately, we're both like, yay, America. And then yeah. I started reading, I'm like, oh, no, no. It was no. in Italy. <laughs> I'm like, this is across the pond. <laughs> that, that was, I think that was the most shocking, especially because yeah. I didn't know that Call of Duty was that popular in anywhere but the U.S. I think it's a worldwide thing. Well, I know it's a worldwide thing because Square Enix does the horrible translations for the Japanese version. Um it's it's hilarious. I'll show it to you sometime. But, um, but you know, I, I didn't realize it was so popular that people would get trampled over mm. it. At, well, just the booth got trampled here. There was a well, slapping, yeah. kicking, and punching. <laughs> oh, that's so much better. Well, well I mean, nobody died. Comparative, no. Compared to here, no we're one sure? died. Yeah. We're sure? No one yeah. died? Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's actually impressive yeah, for that, that thing, amount of craze yeah. with that yeah. many people. The only no. thing that died was the booth. Yeah. Thank you. Is, it, wait, is this deserving of my taps? No, it's Call of Duty. Yeah, okay. I mean, it'd be appropriate, but it's not deserving. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you know the Italian version. Um. <laughs> 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 
And we've done that. You can that. send we your complaints. Really you can send lasagna. your complaints to Michelle at GamerHeadRadio.com. Cacanoli. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, hey, hey. We're keeping it good. No, one's, <laughs> no, no one said anything like, wow, it's Call of Duty. I figured it'd be the new Mario game. <laughs> Oh, wait, that's happened. All right, well, who we got? Who we got number one? Um, and, and I found this um, thanks to a friend of mine. Um, and I, 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 I just want to read the article because I, I can't put it into any better words than the, art, than the article itself, um, if it'll actually load. Here we go. Um, so th- this article is on a website called Play For Real, um, which I've never heard of, but whatever. All the info checks out and everything. Uh, the headline is PETA member traumatized by Pokemon sues Nintendo for emotional distress. I just, you just need to take a second to let that, to let that soak in. Go on. Oh, I can paraphrase it for you. America. <laughs> um, oh, well, okay, one more time. PETA member traumatized by Pokemon sues Nintendo for emotional distress. So Nintendo forced this person to play Pokemon? No. Oh, but I don't understand. But they're suing them for emotional distress. How, but I remember PETA. I mean, I love PETA's I know, message, I but I hate their, you know. I, know, I like I their know. bread. <laughs> oh, my God. Go it really took me a minute to figure that one out. Um, oh, the animal fox can go away, but the bread guys. So let me read this. Let me read this aloud for you. And again, this is, this is on a website called Play For Real. Um, with the recent release of Pokemon X and Y, buzz towards the franchise has hit a point not seen since its conception. Not everyone enjoying the refound popularity, though, as PETA is once again aiming their attention towards Nintendo and the game industry. In a recent blog post by Miranda Bryant, uh, Miranda wrote that her teenage daughter received a Nintendo 3DS and Pokemon Y from a friend for her birthday. She continued by saying that she'd originally heard of Pokemon from her eldest daughter many years ago due to her wanting the leaf green version of the game. According to her, she nearly bought the game for her daughter until she saw the connection between, quote, green leaf and marijuana. Oh, clearly. I mean, you know, not that leaves are green or anything like no. that. Uh, my daughter may have become a serial killer or worse, an animal abuser if I had bought her the game, she recalled. I considered suing Nintendo right then for causing me so much distress all those years ago. Are there even any Christians in Nintendo? Well, there's a Japanese company. And I think... Japanese celebrate Buddhism? Well, there are actually a lot of Christians in Japan. But are there? Okay. Oh, what do said, I know? That being said, what does it matter? <laughs> yeah. Um, deciding to do some research. Re- oh, my God. I can't talk today. Research. Research. She's finding new. Yeah. Wow. That was a great slip. Um, deciding to do some research about the new Pokemon game, she came across the recently aired Pokemon Origins series, which she described as, quote, telling the story of the first computer games in the form of a Japanese cartoon, which is true. The only true thing about this whole article. Well, and her name. Well, and her name. (laughs) Curiosity quickly turned to outrage, though, as she witnessed a scene where, quote, a small dog and her puppy are chased by some poachers, and they end up cornering the baby dog. It was then that she noticed the puppy had no skin on its head, and its skull was visible, which made it clear to her that these poachers might have abused these poor creatures for science experiments. She went on to describe that, quote, the puppy eventually got away but had to listen as these vile men beat her mother to death. Um, for those of you that didn't pick up on it, she's speaking, of course, of a Marowak and a Cubone, creatures that are wearing skulls on their heads over their skin, over their existing skulls. Over their existing <laughs> skin and skulls. 
to continue further angered, she then went on to describe another scene where, quote, a turtle was being forced to mate with an orange dinosaur. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, it gets better. Unfortunately, she was not. This was not a beautiful scene of animal lovemaking, as it turned to the, out the turtle was actually attacking the dinosaur. She said that the scream that the dinosaur let out as it was being tortured still rings in her ears and made her physically sick. Quote, I haven't been able to sleep for days because of watching this, she wrote. The people who own these animals just stand around and watch while the slaughter is going on. It's barbaric. She ended the post with the following. Quote, after a brief argument, I was able to wrestle my daughter's Nintendo away from her and broke it in half. I flushed that horrible Pokemon game down the toilet with my cat's droppings. I've banned her from any video games and anything Pokemon related and told her that she's never going to see the boy who bought the game for her ever again. And I'll be homeschooling her from now on. The following Instagram post from Brian's daughter was deleted after the blog post went viral. And it's a picture of um, a 3DS XL literally broken in two uh, with the caption, OMG, my mom is nuts. Hate her. Want to move out. Hashtag FML. Hashtag 3DS. Hashtag broken. Hashtag marry me, Brett. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think the apple's falling from the tree. Uh, Bryant now says that she is having meetings with her lawyers about suing Nintendo and McDonald's. Wait, what? A sponsor of Pokemon Origins. Her emotional trauma, home tuition fees for her daughter, and for the price of the broken handheld. Sources also say that Bryant recently filed for divorce after catching her husband playing in the bathroom on the toilet, hiding in the bathroom on the toilet playing the game. He apparently told her to, quote, fuck off as he was about to catch a shiny Mr. Mime. (laughs) <laughs> I like her husband well, actually, yeah he's, he's the hero of the story I think um, dear lord seriously this whole thing I, I think this stems deeper to this chick's a fucking batshit crazy mess you know yeah. <clears throat> and Pokemon was the victim yeah you know I, part of me wonders how legitimate the story is considering that last paragraph but um, you know things like this do happen I mean, I know for a fact things like this have, you know, actually happened, especially amongst PETA members and things like that. And, you know, they just released, um, um, PETA just released, uh, it was like Pokemon Red, White, and Blue, in which it was, um, it it featured McDonald's and Pokemon and stuff like that. And it was all about, like, you know, of course, animal fighting and stuff like that. But it was hyper, like, violent and stuff like that compared to Pokemon games and stuff like that. Um... So I know these things happen for a fact, whether or not uh, parts of this story might be exaggerated, because that last part sounds a little far. But but as for the rest of it, like uh, like this this kind of thing does Even happen. Even if it's a satire or something like that. that, that well, th- there's already the picture of the broken 3DS, yeah. and the, the Instagram post does exist, yeah. so uh, that, that part is at least... And like you said, there's people out there... Like, it may not be this particular incident, but I've seen all sorts of crazy people, like games in general. Pokemon's a big one they they go after. Call of Duty's another one they go after. Of course, because they're, the, they're the popular games. Yeah. You know, I, I'll bet, like, if, uh, you know, if the Binding of Isaac, you know, was, mm-hmm. was as popular as Pokemon, you know, people would be attacking that yeah. if it was, like, you know, stuff I mean, like that. I you mean, know? you know, even if, like, Ace Attorney, you know, if that was bigger and all that, you know, oh, it, it teaches kids to... Do stuff you, 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 I, I shit you not. You know why? Uh, this is the Ace Attorney Five is the first Ace Attorney game that's rated M for mature. You know why? Why? Because it deals with a cross-dressing suspect. Yeah. 
I've actually just gotten to wow. uh, I, I've just gotten to the um, I've just gotten to the case now. There's a character that uh, for the entire first half of the case, it appears to be a guy, a very excited, like you know, yelling at everything guy. And then there comes some kind of revelation where suddenly, um, suddenly she like takes off this weird brace and like just redoes her hair and suddenly oh it's been a girl this entire time. But then there are lines that follow like someone's just like I can't believe she's a woman and then they're just like I'll give you a peek and I'm just like ah this is getting kind of weird I'm no done eject. <laughs> <laughs> So, and actually all this controversy about knowing what's in your games before you play them is actually a good talking point. So we're going to make that the feature for today. Okay, so since we got, uh, since we're uh, apparently so wound up with, um, you know, uh, people who think Pokemon needs to be made entirely by Christian people or something like that, I don't know. Um, We're wound up about people's stupidity. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's open the floor here for um, kind of what's happening in this situation here. Okay, so so treating this story seriously for a moment, I, I'm really trying to just like play advocate on the situation. I'm trying to think: does this person, without commenting on the state of what I think her sanity level is or not, <laughs> but with that statement alone, we can does, apply. Does <laughs> So let's let's try and make a serious conversation out of this. Does we do you, can try? Yeah, I'm trying. Well, I'm we've got really beta, stretching here. We've got beta buddies <laughs> in us. <laughs> um, do either of you guys think that a video game company? How much responsibility does a video game company have, if any, to the potential impact of the content of their games on people like this? Just you know, or on people in general. Like, if somebody does play a game and it traumatizes them, how much liability does that video game company have, if any? You know, if if it was a big thing, like, if suddenly, like, everyone was outraged, like, you know, all those weird little indie games you see where you're, like, reenacting the assassination of JFK or something like that, then I can understand the company taking responsible for it, where, like, 99% of people are offended or traumatized by it. But if it's something with completely good intentions and there's really just like, you know, maybe a dozen whack jobs that are coming out of the woodwork that are just like, this game's offensive. It's like, okay, shut up. You know, I don't think it's really on the company because you you can't please everyone. You you literally can't please everyone. I mean, you could give away free millions of dollars to everyone and someone will still hate it. Yeah. Um, Because it's not two million. Because exactly, you know, someone will be like, "No, I got to pay taxes on this." You know, someone will be that guy that's just like, "No, this is I don't want to do this." So I don't think it's really the responsibility of the gamers or the game companies, rather, to um, you know consider everything like that. I mean, I think you know. Uh, video games are actually protected under, you know, freedom of expression along with, you know, movies and music and and television and stuff like that. So I, I really don't think that there's any need to um, defend themselves or their games or their products or anything like that. Let me let me give a, a more realistic, more um, plausible scenario. Huh. What if, let's say, um, a, a war veteran buys a game that's... Uh, does not appear like it's going to have any semblance to war. Like, it's it's not Call of Duty or something like that. Uh-huh. But in this game, there's a level where, let's say, the character has a flashback to when they went to war. Yeah. And this level 
causes this person some emotional distress because like it causes them to have like you know ptsd symptoms because of this um do you think that there are any 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 topics any sort of situations where companies need to warn people up front of things that could be potentially offensive even if like even if to 90 percent of people like you know playing a war level is not going to bother us but there are a select group of people where it legitimate you know where there is a a legitimate you know potential concern there right so so do you do you think there's ever a situation or ever you know things where companies need to say by the way just so you know this and this and this and this are in this game well, I think that's where the ESRB comes in, actually, because then they would, they they do a pretty good job of as we did the episode. I mean, they do a pretty good job of like, hey, yeah. this is a little awkward. I, I, I th- hey, this isn't. You know, what I'm okay. saying like, you know, there could be yeah, war sequences stuff like that. So if you're that sensitive, there are tools out there for you to be that sensitive and like dodge bullets. You know, I I, um, I I have a couple of things to say to this. One, I, I agree with Goat that I think it should be the responsibility of the person playing the game to know what they're playing. You know, whether it's, you know, in this situation or, you know, I always say it, you know, when a parent is buying a game for their kids and stuff like that. I can't tell you how many parents have bought Grand Theft Auto for their 10-year-olds in the past month. And it's... It, 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 even though I was the kind of kid I got Grand Theft Auto when I was like 12, my mom understood that I know what is good things and what's against the law in real life. You know, it, it still bothers me just a little bit because I know a majority of these parents are just like, oh, it's just a video game. So I, I believe that it's solely the responsible of the um, people purchasing the game that they should know what's in it before they get into it. That being said, um, certain game franchises have been doing better with including warnings and stuff like that. You know, the, uh, you know uh, that's one thing I actually have to commend the Call of Duty franchise with. They've started their last few games with saying that there are going to be disturbing images. Do you want to skip them? And so, like, you know, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is the no Russian level from Modern Warfare 2, where you um, are ordered to gun down hundreds of innocent civilians in a Russian airport. Um, you know, you have the option to skip that level if you're, you know, if it if you think you're sensitive. But yeah. you know, people will. People will think it's just like, oh, well, it can't be that bad, you know. But, uh, again, I think it's on the responsibility of the person who's playing the game to be able to tell themselves, um, you know, I-, I can't handle this. Now, I say that, but I know probably better than a lot of people that a lot of people don't give themselves that much room. They don't know their own boundaries. So people will go into this stuff, you know, and that warning will pop up and it's just like, oh, I can handle this. Well, how bad could it be? And then it'll pop up and it's like, I couldn't handle that. You know, people don't really second guess themselves. They think, well, they're Mr. Tough Guy or something like that. Um, You know, in terms of like, you know, your example where if like a war veteran, you know, saw a flashback or something like that and they got bothered with it. Um, that to me seems more along the lines of how much I hate how our country treats people with mental illnesses. And that's an entirely different conversation for an entirely different day and an entirely different podcast that I'm, that I would get angry about for hours. Um, so I, 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 I think a large part of the responsibility is more supposed to be on people being able to realize their limits and realizing you know, if something in a game might bother them, you know, even if something doesn't appear the way it is. I mean, sure, it would be nice to have a warning in uh, games and stuff like that. But I ideally, I'd love it if people actually, you know, put their research into it and things like that. But again, not expecting it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm on the other side of it. You know what you like, you know, what you don't like, you know, this, that and other thing. And it's like, I don't know if you can watch the nightly news. You should be pretty ironclad 
I, I don't know. I've stopped watching the nightly news because you know I saying? also hate our local news <laughs> yeah. coverage. But you know what I'm saying, though? It's just like one of those, like... Yeah, yeah. No, I, under, I understand it. You know, like, I don't know. It's just people... If you're that sensitive, then you probably shouldn't be doing anything with art. Yeah, to a point, I can see that. Because my expression isn't your, you know, it might be too, you know, too viscous for you and all that stuff and offensive and all that. If you're easily offended or whatever like that, a place where, like, eccentricism is not, is you don't need to be there. That's Stick to your 9 to 5, you know, late night, tonight show and go to bed. And go back to work tomorrow. <laughs> like, know where you should be in, in the world. I, I agree with parts of both of what you guys say. Like, I, I definitely agree that it should be an individual's responsibility to know and be aware of the things that they're sensitive to. And to, um, you know, as you know, when, whenever they're, you know, going to see a movie or going to play a video game or something like that. Just, you know, to maybe take the steps to make sure that the thing that they're going to go experience doesn't have any of the things that they're sensitive to, whether or not they seem obvious or not. Yeah. You know, so I, you know, in, you know, in the example I, I'm, I'm, I'm proposing in this situation, I'm, I'm saying like somebody's going, going out to play like, uh, hypothetically speaking, they're going out to buy play a game like LA Noir that, you know, there's no reason based on any of the coverage that there would, there would be a war flashback in that at all. And there wasn't, I'm just saying right. something yeah. like yeah. something like that. And all of a sudden one of the characters is having a flashback to a war. You know, it's, it's, but, so, but I, I, it's also, uh, right? No, no, no. It's also I, saying like I could step off a curb tomorrow and get hit by a bus. But no. there wasn't a bus there a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I can, I can valid, see, I can see, um, I can see more descriptive ESRB ratings coming out of something like this, which would probably help a ton in situations like what we've been mentioning. Um, you know, just yesterday, yesterday, two days ago, I reviewed the movie The Counselor, mm-hmm. which is horrible, by the way. Don't see it. Um, <laughs> I think I gave it a two out of five stars. I mean, and that was only because the actors that were in it were good. But anyway, I digress. Um, Save for good, bad, horrible. Yeah. (laughs) There you go, guys. Free review. Um, So, but one of the previews before it, it was another, I can't remember the name of the movie. It looked like just kind of like your generic war movie. Actually, I thought it had a lot to do with uh, Medal of Honor. Believe it or not, just because it had a lot of guys in uh, like beards and stuff like that and like doing commando stuff. (laughs) Are you okay over there, Goat? <laughs> just like uh, it's a, it could be a video game. There's beards, commando well, guys. That was one of the big <laughs> things when they rebooted Medal of Honor in 2010. The, one of the big things was that you can unlock beards for your characters, and there were characters that were like Which is special fine. ops people that had like beards, and it was it was I a big lo- thing. I love the fact that that's the connection. You made. <laughs> Well, okay, if you see the trailer... There were flying see... birds in it. It's probably a new live-action Angry Birds Okay, movie. if you if you saw the trailer, it had it, it had a certain atmosphere. I think it's just Okay, it might be. <laughs> but anyway, but um, before the, you know, before the trailer started, you know, it had the uh, the MPAA rating, you know, it was rated R, and it, it said, you know, like, you know, strong language, stuff like that. And then a description I had never seen before, it said, Bloody War Violence. Hmm. Which is good, because from the trailer, there wasn't any violent scenes whatsoever. I mean, th- there was tension. Oh, okay. Don't get me wrong, there were there, there were just, like, soldiers talking, they were, like, in a tent, they were making plans, they were talking about the Taliban and stuff like that, they were, you stroking know... Stroking their beards. The, the, <laughs> they might have been stroking their beards. Um, the only scene I could see that might have implied violence was, like... You know, there was a guy that was laying prone in a sniper position, and even that's kind of a stretch. It doesn't necessarily mean that violence is about to happen, but it, it's pre- it's a pretty safe bet at that point. Um, but that descriptor, that bloody war violence descriptor, made me realize, like, okay, this... It's going to get serious. 
I just want the listeners to know that Charlie is making a silent yelp for help because I believe one of his cats is sinking their claws into his leg. They're very sharp. <laughs> Are you well, offended by this? You know, you could stop scratching her and she'll probably fall down. Wait, wait. wait but she loves a, the pet. This is actually really relevant right here. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I should have known what I was getting into. I should have done my research. Cats have claws? Oh, no fuck way. this. No way. I'm suing my cat because it has claws and it has left lacerations on my thighs and other areas. I don't think you could. And of course. <laughs> She's obsessed with your sack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, she I'm is. I'm not even going to clarify that. Yeah, I, I don't. Wow. She's just nuzzling up right into that. <laughs> I like how we're having this really deep, serious conversation, and then suddenly, wow, she's really into your sack. <laughs> Thank you, Goat. We, we, we missed you. I was say, this thing got CNN on me while I was gone. Ugh. Um, so, uh, where were we? <laughs> Uh, I, I think I think we uh, covered some good points with that yeah. conversation. Uh, I though. think we're just gonna beat beat it to the death now. It, it, I mean, yeah. so if you're listening to this and you've ever considered playing a video game, know what you're playing before you're getting anything. into it, please. If you've ever considered anything, be responsible for it. Know yourself. Seriously. Like, yeah. well, I was, oh, I was gonna say <laughs> real quick. You, I was gonna say it, 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 it. The example that comes to mind for me is like me going out and buying like I don't know the Holy Bible Adventures. Right, as an atheist, and then going and telling everybody I'm offended by it and trying to sue like the Catholic Church. I know I don't like that stuff, so I don't buy it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But not as many people in this country or in the personally. world, for that matter, are you know as as level-headed mm. to yeah. enough to make that kind of decision. Mm. You know, it, you know as well as I do. A lot of people, you know, especially in the gaming well, community, are just looking to be offended by something. Yeah, and make a buck. Yeah, of course. So, so. oh well. Um, but of course, with anything we talk about uh, this in depth, because I actually really enjoyed that conversation. Um, uh, of course, we want to hear what you guys think about this. Um, you know, so if you have any opinion on you know uh, everything we just talked about, what well, with knowing what's in your games and how to you know the responsibilities of who should deal with you know if there's disturbing images in a game or anything for that matter, um, shoot us an email or a voicemail or a Twitter or a Facebook or whatever. You know the addresses. If you don't, I'll say them enthusiastically at the end of the show because um, we always love to hear what you guys think. And with that, speaking of loving to know what you guys think, uh, let's get into our mailbag for the week. <laughs> All right, so our mailbag question this week, um, because we really couldn't come up with anything better. Um, what's your most anticipated game coming out in the next six months? Um, Mitch said, Watchdog. Oh, shit. <laughs> which I enjoyed. Uh, which might be in the next. No, because they said at least April. That's just on the border. Uh, Brian said, The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. I have no uh, idea what that is. Uh, you're aware of The Binding of Isaac? I guess not. Made from the same guys as uh, Super Meat Boy, you're supposed to oh. play a... You're like a child imprisoned in a basement or something like oh. that. It's really dark, but it's, it's... Is it a side-scroller, or is it... It plays a lot like the original Zelda. Oh, it's like a dungeon okay. crawler. Okay, I think okay. it's called... I, th I think it's called a roguelike. 
I think that's a new genre or something I've like that. I've heard that term thrown around a lot. I've never I actually that, figured out exactly what it I means. I think that's what that's called. I don't know. I could be totally off base here. I'm still trying to wrap my head around what a MOBA is. Uh, what? Uh, a MOBA, or a multiplayer online battle arena, which is a, which apparently describes games such League as... League of Legends? League of Legends and okay. Dota 2, which gotcha. I've not played either of them, and I don't care to because I hear their communities are shit, so I'm not... So, so it's essentially it's an MMO without any plot and just... PvP. Yes. Gotcha. Um, Kimberly says a link between worlds. Of course, speaking about the uh, Zelda 3DS game coming out in November. And uh, Rosie says Bayonetta 2, of course. Ever since I finished Wonderful 101, my hype for action games has increased tenfold. Uh, Rosie, I hate to burst your bubble, but Bayonetta 2 doesn't have a release date, and it's not looking likely it'll be out by March. So da, 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 da. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. Hey forever. He he's For all both. about the about the sound effects. You know, first it was taps and now it's the price is right losing horn and you know. Yeah, well, you know, somebody has to have a hobby. Uh and of course uh, Songbird writes in this week is uh with the uh the, the subject line, You like Castlevania, don't you? Of course, a throwback to the original Metal Gear Solid. Um, Songbird says, Dear Viking Jesus, Technotronicorn, and Goat. She already knew you were going to be here. She must really keep track of our schedule. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mailbag answer. Decision, decisions for consoles I currently own. That would be Super Mario 3D World. Looking at next gen, whenever I get one, there's Infamous Second Son, Titanfall, and Watch Dogs. However, there's also the beta test for Destiny coming up. Sorry, guys. You know I can't pick favorites. Uh, I actually agree with all of those. We didn't we didn't go over our own most anticipated games. Let's let's do that. Uh, Charlie, I, I already know what yours is. Um... But you say it anyway. What do you think? I'm assuming is? you're going to also say Watch Dogs, even well, though that's just oh. slightly outside the window. Yes. Way off. Uh, I mean, we, we kind of covered this last week, actually, because I said the South Park game. Um, oh, that's right. I forgot about oh, that. I guess we were talking about delayed games. Yeah. yeah. And it, that, that was more of the context. But that's still my answer here is that uh, South Park Sick of Truth, I am, I'm looking forward to. Um, aside from that, everything else is, um, I mean, is, is intriguing me, but there's nothing yeah. else that I'm really like. Of like, I mean, everything else I was interested in just came out this last week with with Arkham Origins and Lego Marvel. Yeah. So and Rayman Legends last month. Well, yes. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're basically we're up to Charlie's waiting for Rayman Legends too. Well, I, I well okay to be really specific, I'm I'm waiting for uh, Rayman. I think it's called Fiesta Run, which is um basically uh, it's running game which is coming out on Android and iOS in the next couple weeks. Oh, nice. Yeah. You yeah, actually the run. It's it's like it's it's, it's essentially it's, a speed it's, run levels. It's oh, an, okay, it's, okay, okay. It's an endless runner. Okay. No, 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 no. It's not an endless runner. It's not. No, it, it's a side scroll. It lo- it looks and plays oh, exactly that, like. I'll see that. That shows how much I know about mobile games. <laughs> um, no, it played much. <laughs> it looks and plays exactly like um, uh, Rayman Origins, and and actually, yeah, the the art style is exactly like Rayman Origins. Um, and um, and it's but it's 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 uh, it's. The, the format of the game, of the levels, is that you just have to constantly run through them. Like, there's no... It, it's, so it's, it's like it's the speedrun levels, where you're being chased by so the fire and everything. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm realizing that the definition of Endless Runner is not what that is. So, I, I'm, I'm, I was close, but not... But it's, I mean, it, it's... You, it, have to, you have to constantly run, but it's not but run it, until you can't anymore. <laughs> right, yeah, there are there are a series of levels, and you have to get right, yeah, to yeah. the end of each level, right. and to get the best score, there are the, the coins in each level, right. so you have to manage yeah, yeah. to get all the coins and yeah. everything. But I got you. It, it's, um, it's very fun, and the later levels, at least in, in the last one, were extraordinarily challenging, so, yeah. I'm looking forward to the next one. Cool. 
Goat. That's way off to what I thought was going on. I thought it was like some Android app where he was Raymond running. <laughs> <laughs> Augmented reality Rayman? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he'd pick that up in a heartbeat. That's why I was, I was like, oh, cool, a running app for Rayman. Oh, it's actually a game. <laughs> uh, what, what am I anticipating? Uh, new Zelda on 3DS, probably be the closest. Well, there's also that game that was originally supposed to come out in October and get to yeah, like yeah. February. Yeah, that, that game. Left leak anniversary, Fable. <laughs> that got delayed for. I still don't know why. It's a. To be fair, I it's was. It's a remake. What the be, fuck do you have to delay? To be fair, I was really surprised that they announced it would be coming out so quickly because they only announced that in like what August? It's in HD. Wash people like there's there's not much. Like, well, okay, still it, it's it, not it, like oh does, god, there's 50 hours of gameplay. It's brand new. It's not a new if game. they're putting as much effort into it as they did the Halo anniversary yeah. version, they actually did put a lot of time and effort into Halo oh, anniversary. I so I can that. see where they would want to make sure okay. that Fable HD is really polished. That's and everything great. Like I that. love it. I'm still pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goat. Um, yeah, well, you know what? When Metal Gear Solid 5 gets delayed, we'll see how happy you are. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 doesn't have a release date yet, so uh, I'm uh, I'm covered right now. Um, now. <laughs> now. Mike, just so you know, there's a couple girls fighting over your sack over there. <laughs> I have that effect. <laughs> um, my, most, my most anticipated games uh, is a tie. Um, are you okay over there, goat? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow ladies really and gentlemen he's lost goat he's uh he's laughing so hard he's turning red I don't know why when you're like that's an effect on people the first thing that popped in my head was yeah the fucking uh not a tab you've lost it damn it no what was it it was the wording was just perfect it just it broke me because it was like yeah, I have an effect on people I'm like oh yeah like the uh restraining order effect <laughs> Uh, now I'm uh, sad. I'm and, cry and after a review, that wasn't. Uh, wow, I shouldn't have laughed that about that. <laughs> I think it was just the timing. But they say joke telling is all in the timing. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely a timing. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, my two most anticipated games are actually a tie, um, and coming out within like a week of each other. As a matter of fact, um, which shouldn't surprise anyone um, is, of course, uh, Lightning Returns Final Fantasy Thirteen. Um, Partially because I can't wait to play more Final Fantasy games, and partially because I still have that weird crush on Lightning. Um, and then the other one is Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2. Um, you know, uh, Lords of Shadow 1 was one of my most favorite games of all time, and I recommend everyone ever play it. Um, I mean, the, the final boss is Satan. Spoilers. I don't think he's Satan. No, he, 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 he... No, I'm pretty sure they called him Stan, because they didn't want to pay for the licensing. <laughs> You have to license Satan's name. I'm pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> From who? Huh? Who owns the the trademark for oh, Satan? Oh, probably the Diablo Sin oh. <laughs> <Could> be. franchise. How <laughs> we're gonna call our guy Satan? Ah, about that. We got a whole game series about that. You know, <laughs> we really appreciate Stan. Could... We like Stan. You call him Stan. We're good. <laughs> what you is like... the What is the first one on? I, I've 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 aside from I think playing the Which one? Lords of Shadow one. Yeah, aside uh, from playing the original both. Castlevania, like the original NES Castlevania, like for a couple minutes, I think yeah. back in the day, like I haven't played any Castlevania game, so I don't know anything about it. Okay, wow, um, you missed a shit ton of games. Yeah. Yes. Um. So it's, this this it's, one it's, is it's uh, Lords of Shadow one and two as a matter of fact are on uh, 360 um the ps3 and now pc um they just released uh they just released it for pc um last week actually 
Um, and then they also released uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow Mirror of Fate HD. Oh, God. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was the one, I don't know if you remember, several months ago, I was, uh, I kept saying I'm playing Castlevania all the subtitles. <laughs> Or, oh, I would yeah, say, yeah. Or, or I would say, like, Castlevania, Lords of Shadow, Mirror of Fate, Revengeance, The Reckoning, you know, and, and, and I would just keep adding. I'm pretty sure I came to a record of, like, 12 subtitles, yeah. and everyone was just like, oh my god, you're not kidding. It's, so, it's such a dumb name. Wow. Um, uh, which played more like tr- the traditional Castlevanias. It was originally on the 3DS, um, and then they ported it over to uh, PlayStation Network and Xbox Live Arcade. Also a great game. Doesn't play like the other one, uh, Lords of Shadow. Lords of Shadow actually kind of plays like God of War. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, which is a vast departure from the series. Yeah. I mean, the series has always been, you know, that side-scrolling, you know, sure. Metroid kind of game. I mean, it's part. It's one half of the term Metroidvania. Um, but it, it was a great game. I mean, everything about it is just the art, the... The story, the graphics were phenomenal. The combat was amazing. I mean, the the set pieces. The I mean, it's narrated by Patrick Stewart. I mean, it, it's okay. Well, you just sold me. <laughs> How did I not know about this? Oh, get uh, it. Do you have it? Can I borrow it? You may. Yay! I'll bring it next I'm, week. I'm pretty sure okay. Patrick Stewart put it on his blog. I don't. Yeah, the I, game came out three years ago. He he might not have witnessed Patrick. St- anyway. I think yeah, that was Cap- he's still doing his mail. Captain's blog. <laughs> <laughs> Captain's blog. <laughs> Star date. Nobody cares. Um, getting back to Songbird email. <laughs> hey, she goes off the rails with us. It's only fair we go off the rails <laughs> yeah. with her. Uh, I remember VJ's answer, but since there's new blood, I'm curious for theirs. What new blood? You guys. Oh, we, we've been here for, what, we, 30 years? Is she referring to me? Maybe I don't know. I don't even know what the question is. Let me let me see this. <laughs> well, continue reading because I, I take offense to new blood. I've been here too damn long. Since there's new blood, I'm curious for there was, was there ever a moment of gaming which actually scared you or at least made you jump in shock? I yes. do remember. I do remember answering this uh, when I still did the Viking Jesus oh. YouTube show. So, so we are new blood. You, you're both new blood. Yeah. Well. All right. <laughs> Can you think of anything? Anything that uh, anything that legitimately shocked yeah, you? Yeah. The scariest scared? thing I've ever seen is when Mike said he actually enjoyed a retro game. <laughs> hey, Earthbound was a great game, okay? Yeah, and I was shocked. <laughs> I, I didn't sleep for two days. And then, and then you did it the other day because I'm trying to get the, the arcade night together for a bunch of our chums. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, Charlie's all retro and all that. And then I was nowhere. Mike's like, yeah, I'll go. I'm like, oh, come on. Does he know what an arcade is? <laughs> He's going <sighs> to flip out and kill two people and be like, it's all old. You're bastards. I'm out of here. <laughs> By the way, folks, I have a feeling that an upcoming feature will be me finally addressing why I don't play retro games nearly that much, but I need to come up with the correct wording and imagine every possible scenario in which GOAT will counter me. I already have uh, reinforcements for that episode. take a while. You're not bringing matches in. No, no, much better than matches. (laughs) Much better. Oh, boy. Uh, We're going to call it the uh, 22-minute-old episode. Charlie, can you, there, can you... there were definitely some moments in the Dead Space games that played me because I, of course, went the like you know I've got you know my yeah if I haven't mentioned it before I've got a projector and so I, I have a hundred inch screen and so I turn up my surround sound and I turn my lights all the way off and so it's quite immersive and so <laughs> yeah it's like I'm <laughs> that's there that's an yeah. um, and so yeah then um and uh, there are a couple of scenes I mean like it wasn't scary as in like psychologically scared but like startling you yeah. know like startling scary oh, but yeah, I've yeah. Had a couple of those yeah the suffering was one 
Uh, remind me. Uh, original Xbox, like a creepy. Oh, I remember yeah. that game. Um, I played the demo for it. It was yeah, horrible. It's like a survival kind of thing, and you're going through the um, uh, this old haunted uh, jail. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was points in that game where I was I was on second shift. Same thing. I get home, you know, I get my big screen, and I get my surround mm-hmm. so I get home at like midnight. And I'm like, right, let's play this. And it wasn't like like oh god, scary, like look by my shoulder and stuff. But it was like literally like toss a controller in the air and be like, oh, shit. oh, that's so that was waiting around the corner for <laughs> yeah, me. Okay. One of those like okay, let's go pause, smoke, come back to this because I just yelled in my own house by myself. Yeah. Good job, guys. <laughs> um. I, I've gotten more scared of uh, video game creepypastas than of the games themselves. Um, <laughs> I, I think I've told the story about how I can't sleep at night occasionally because of one particular image in Sonic.exe. I'm not kidding. It is, it's, it, it's gotten to the point where I know I'll be thinking about this particular image because people, you know, hack games and they, like, you know, actually make, like, ROM hacks so that you can play these creepypastas and stuff like that. And there's this one image, and I might... Uh, Charlie, I don't think you've seen it, so I might show it to you if you're... Uh, feeling man enough for it. Oh, goody. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll recognize, like, when I'm starting to think about it, and so quickly I'll, like, wake up, grab my phone, and go, nope, not going to think about it, not going to think about it. What's going on Twitter? What's going on Twitter? Uh, Kotaku did a review for Batman. It's just like, oh, fuck, Sonic is there. And, and you know, Sonic Lost <laughs> World got a bad review. Fuck, Sonic is after me, you know. So, I'm, in- oh, and, I'm and Dan's intrigued. And playing with that. What's that? And Dan's been plaguing you with that. Yeah, Dan, who's been on the show, he 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 he's he's come up with this Halloween costume, right? He's going to be Waldo, but like a creepy version of Waldo. And um, uh, he's he, actually deemed it Waldo.exe. Yeah. Um and he he wants to like make it look like it's carved into his forehead like found you. And I'm like, ah, d- no. D- d- nope, 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 nope. So anyway, and here I, I'm the guy that wrote a song in tribute to Creepypasta, so I hear, you know, what, fucking whatever. Can you help me out here? Um, apparently I've missed Creepypastas. I actually don't know what they are. Creepypastas so. are... Um... Shocking moment number three of my day. <laughs> <laughs> Something on the internet that Charlie doesn't know exists. I've heard uh, the term, I just I, I don't know what it is. Creepypasta is basically ghost stories told about video games. Um, I'll link, if, if you feel up to, how are you with horror things? Pretty good. Pretty think, good? Yeah, pretty good. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll share with you a couple of my favorite stories. Um, they're usually actually very well written, but some of them are very long-winded. Um... You know, it, it'll be some in with creepypasta with video games. I mean, it could take place in any video game from like Pokemon to Zelda to Sonic to Mario to. I mean, there's even like SpongeBob creepypasta. I'm pretty sure there's MLP creepypasta. So they're like just like ghost stories. They're, well, they're you know like one of my favorite ones, like you know Sonic.exe for example. You know, it talks about someone finding you know, a uh, a cartridge that looks like it's just for Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, and, but it comes with this note, it's just like, I can't play it anymore, he'll run after me, you need to get rid of this, or something like that. And then they'll be like, well, okay, whatever, and then so they'll start playing, it's just like, oh, okay, this is just Sonic 1, and then they'll start the game, and then for a brief flash, you know, it'll be like a creepy version of Sonic with, like, black eyes and, like, a river of blood behind him and stuff like that, and then it'll go to, like, this really fucking creepy music, and... You know, suddenly, like, you know, Sonic is running after you, and then suddenly he's talking to you, like, breaking the fourth wall and, like, stating your name and stuff like that. So, creepy stuff. No okay. pasta. No pasta. No, no actual pasta. <laughs> I've not seen any pasta references. I remember when you thought that creepypasta was a company. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a genre. It's a, it's a genre. It's, it's, fan, it's fan fiction, basically. Yeah. 
Gotcha. But a lot of it is very well written. I'll, I'll lead you to a couple of my favorite stories. You'll, you might enjoy them, or you might not sleep at night, uh, whatever, uh, however close to me you are. Um, uh, a record company or whoever would do this sort of thing has asked you guys to come up with a list of gaming songs for their upcoming Halloween soundtrack. Each of you must come up with five, and it has to be from games you've played yourself. Five? Five? Did you have to come up with five songs? Who's played five games? <laughs> uh, I would like to point out that I've played 904 games. I'd like to point out that I've done something <laughs> other than that. <laughs> I'd like to point out that I have a cuddly kitten in my lap. <laughs> Charlie gets all the pussy. Well, I mean, we do the five. <laughs> we, to, to, to handle this, we have to start... Uh, we super... Or a version of Ghouls and Goblins oh, yeah. has to be on the list. Da, 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 da. That one? Shocking number four. <laughs> <laughs> a, you know it, and B, you can sing it. And it's old. Okay. I considered uh, making a metal cover at one point. I've not rolled it out yet. Okay, I have a heart condition and uh, two <laughs> Beatus buddies in me. Let's keep the shock moments down a little bit here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so we got, uh, we got that. I, uh, um, gosh, what is it? Record company or whatever? What is this sort of thing? She's talking about a compilation. Game, no. Gaming songs for their upcoming Halloween soundtrack. Um, oh gosh. Well, it's a, technically it's a compilation I can think of album. The, um, the the haunted house. Um, Maniac Mansion. No, the um, from Super Mario World, the haunted house music. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, that's what you're talking oh, about. The boo houses. That fucking yeah. piano. Yeah. Yeah, that fucking boo. <laughs> <laughs> fucking boo. Yeah. Um, I would probably add the uh, um, <laughs> nearly anything from Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> the vacuum sound. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. Da, 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 da. Remember, oh, I yeah. added that to the yeah. song, too. So, going <laughs> off of that, mm. the Lavender Town song. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because, well, I covered that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it's four. Anything from Majora's Mask backwards? No. That's no. too easy. That's that's Britney Spears. What? Um, <laughs> what? I don't... What? Exactly. Um, I don't know. Like the, I don't know. I, I guess we could probably do, like, the Resident Evil theme or something kind of like that. Maybe Silent Hill, something from Silent Hill. It's more like tension rather than scary, yeah. but I can see where that might work. It would work for great, like, you know, scary sounds compilations and stuff like that. Which I think is what this is basically yeah. supposed to be, so. Yeah. So there we go. I, I think it, we were supposed to come up with... Five. Uh, yeah, but each of us must come up with five, but I don't think we have that much time or memory for that matter. So I'm going to... Uh, we each take come up with five total. There we go. <laughs> it's uh, all in the work. That can be said with any genre, but for specifically horror, what kind of plot, setting, mythos, and etc. can you come up with which hasn't been done for a game? Admittedly, I was surprised to find that, quote, Dreamtime had been mentioned in a game. I won't say which to avoid spoilers. Huh? Apparently, Dreamtime, the, the coined phrase Dreamtime, has been mentioned in a game that what's, she... What's not, Dreamtime? I don't know. It's just... She's I'm not watching. aware of that with any genre, but specifically horror. I wonder if she's talking what? about like like if you've seen Inception, like where they say like like time in your dreams is like seven times faster than reality oh, or something like that. Okay, okay. The the whole the fact that it was capitalized and one word threw me off. Um, 
Maybe she was just very excited about it. I I, I don't blame her. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, for horror, I mean, you're probably the worst person to be. I, I probably <laughs> am. Well, no, I mean, I, I'm writing a novel about like horror and and and. Yeah, stuff. you're not really uh, big. I'm not, on I'm the... not an aficionado by any yeah. means, but you're not you know, even I, an enthusiast. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I ha, has there been that kind of thing where like, you know, I. I the one thing that intrigued me most, and you're, this is going to be shocking moment number five for you. One of the things that I did credit Eternal Darkness with was the fact that it kind of broke the fourth wall and kind of messed with the player. Um, I kind of wish there was more of that. Like, you yes. know, uh, I wish somebody else would pick that up in today. Yeah, yeah. Kind, of, kind of like, you know, suddenly like, you know, some way like the game manages to get your real name from you or something mm. like that. So then suddenly, you know, by the time you've forgotten about it towards the end of the game, the game starts talking to you or something like that. You know, this is kind of like, you know, See, creating your own real life creepypasta kind of thing. But even in this day and age, like, I I wouldn't be opposed to like, and it would freak most people out. I yeah. wouldn't be opposed to like, all right, so you, you put your, your email address in for your accounts, right? Yeah. That's obviously you're giving it to the gaming world, right? Yeah. If the game, like, if there was a game out there that didn't tell you anything about it, but somehow got that email address and sent you random things from the game, like, to your email I, address. I can, I can imagine how that would work. Like, you're just like, you know, you're flipping I, through, I, you're I like, can actually, I can actually think, what? <laughs> I can actually think about how that would work. It would have to be a PC-only game, and then it would mm-hmm. have to get your, like, your profile information from Steam or Origin yeah. or something like that. Which you've already given them anyway. A console game could do that, too, just simply by asking for your Facebook login. Yeah. I mean, it... Mm-hmm. Yeah, or your Microsoft. And then suddenly it'll like gather your friends' names and like put them in and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just like you really I, care about Charlie, don't you? Yeah. You wouldn't. You'd hate for him to have an accident or something. And then suddenly it shows a picture of you like on a headstone or something like that. Yeah. You know. And then suddenly it's like, yeah. oh, that. Okay, <laughs> I'm nope. <laughs> nope, nope, like two nope, days nope, you don't nope. play it, all of a sudden it pops up. It's like, where have you been? And, and that, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> That'd be amazing if, if, if that happened. Where like it was telling, it was taunting me with Charlie yeah. or something like that. I'd instantly text him, just like you're alive, right? <laughs> and based on the con- that message, I would just wouldn't answer. <laughs> Who is this? I don't, just got this number. Don't do that to me. <laughs> oh God, don't do that to me. That'd be amazing, though. Like you're flipping, like I said, you're like you know, you're flipping through your thing. You're like, all right, car payment, yeah, cool, all right. And then all of a sudden, it's like. You know, like even like you know, it puts like Charlie's face up or something like that. And it's just like, help me, I'm trapped in your internet, or, and you're like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> you open up, you're like, okay, that. Or the characters from the games like start start sending you direct yeah. messages on yeah. like Twitter or Facebook or something oh, like that. Oh man! <laughs> and I eat that kind of AR shit up. It's just like, oh, that needs to happen. Get on it, developers. <laughs> yeah. I, I, free I, idea. Not, You're welcome. I'm not one for scary games, but my god, I would play the shit out of that. Please screw with us and our social media. We yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, suddenly, you start getting friend requests on Facebook yeah. from. Oh my god! Did god don't all, take our idea. We're gonna make an indie game. All of a sudden, you're getting messages because uh, the game pops up that you've uh, deactivated your Facebook account. <laughs> <laughs> this needs to be a thing. Like, like this needs to be a thing. Yeah. It, oh man, Songbird! Thank you for giving us the uh, idea. Um, Rich and famous, we'll uh, we'll send you cookies. Well, <laughs> no, we'll send her beat us buddies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Who's paying that? That's overnight shipping. <laughs> A card <laughs> is standard UPS. <laughs> uh, how very thoughtful of you, goat. It'll say that. We're very uh, thoughtful. Here's your card. <laughs> 
Songbird says, alas, trick-or-treat time is coming, but I'm sure you guys will be busy doing something else. Yes. <laughs> Luckily, you found a spell which will summon a gaming character c- to collect your goodies. Who do you beckon to do such bidding? Um, What was the name of that character from Viva Pinata that would collect the produce that fell off of trees? <laughs> <laughs> nice. It was just like the Gatherer or something. It was, it was this ridiculously large, like, Roseanne-looking character with, like, Pigtail. Are you okay, goat? I got this covered. This is easy. It's easy? It's, this is easy. Oh, easy. Okay. I was the like, one character car- that is efficient and, com- and and has the capacity. Kirby. <laughs> nice! Kirby would eat all the candy. Whatever. I got beat his buddies. <laughs> <laughs> He'd eat everyone's candy. I if Kirby has diabetes. <laughs> After Halloween, he will. <laughs> <laughs> And a really I mean, I've never thought about that, but, like, he eats so many sweets. I mean, granted, his favorite food is tomatoes. <laughs> so, I mean... I never realized how messed up Kirby was until that was stated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he eats living things while they're still living. Yeah, exactly. I, I figured we'd just walk him down the street and suck everything up. <laughs> Candy, kids, cops. <laughs> I, oh, I personally right. hate children. I think Kirby just houses a, a, a small black hole. I th- that's the only explanation I have. <laughs> I think he doesn't have a digestive system. He just, he's just a container, a walking container for a small portable black hole. Sounds legit. And the answer to my question is Kratos. <laughs> Kratos? Give me all of your candy or suffer your death. Put it in this nice exactly. satchel I have. <laughs> He's so mean. This is like, <laughs> oh, look at the cute little, ah. You know, suddenly you have the seven foot tall, mostly naked, all white, slightly red guy. Dude, we're in suburbia. He would be the talk of the town with the single wives. <laughs> <laughs> like the single moms would be like, oh my God, where's that Kratos guy? I need him now. <laughs> and uh, I get all the candy, which is exactly. all I really care about. Hey, hey, oh, Charlie's on his porch the next morning. Chewing prostitution. <laughs> Whoa. Hang on. Can you let's, let's not think about this too much. You're pimping out the God of War and getting candy I'm in return. I'm not pimping him out. I'm just employing his services. You're telling him to go door to door, gather candy, oh and by God. the way, you can oh. fuck whatever oh. woman you find. Hey, what he chooses oh. to do in his, in his extracurricular activities Wait. is entirely up to him. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would make Charlie a sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> In two ways. <laughs> oh my god. Where do we go from that? We don't. We close the episode and tell Songbird thank you for the email. And, and leave it at that. Oh my god. Thank you, you'll be breaking every episode from now on. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Songbird, well, you for the emails. And, huh? You never answered. I never answered? No. Yeah, I did. The Viva Pinata. Oh, that's right. Yeah, person. Okay. So, that's right. You're the fruit guy. <laughs> You're the sugar day, the fruit guy, and the vacuum. Got it. <laughs> that, that, that's the synopsis for a porn somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's called Kratos Goes Trick-or-Treating. It <laughs> doesn't sound like a very entertaining porn, but... What do I know? Um, <laughs> Depends on what you get off on, I suppose. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> 
And oh, I'm the one who breaks things. We're not things. allowed to have sugar <laughs> next week. <laughs> like, we all need to just be drinking, like, next week veggie water. sticks. <laughs> next week, veggie platter. Yeah. <laughs> With no ranch. Yeah. Oh. So we'll be all sad and serious, but like, you know, this veggie player would be way better with fucking ranch. This week on Gamerhead Radio. We don't have any ranch. <laughs> veggie edition. <laughs> oh my god. Is that everything, gentlemen? Uh, Yeah, I think we've pretty much... That is literally everything. Done, done, our, done our damage this week. literally everything ever. <laughs> okay, uh, go. you've got a show coming up. and. Do I? Oh yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> I've been out of it. November 9th at the Rave in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, everybody and their sister, literally. It's like thirty bands, people. Like Me 30, and my sister. Yeah. Uh, asking Alexandra. Um, periphery. Periphery. All the remains. Uh, Seven dust. Anybody you've wanted to see this year is probably going to be there. Thirty bucks. Uh, we're opening. At some point, I don't have a specific <laughs> times because it's a monster show. Uh, come out, have a blast. Like I said, if, you, if you're one of those people who don't get to a concert very often, this is probably... This is the one that will cover you for 2013. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it, unless you don't like any of the bands on yeah, the Yeah, unless poster. you're in, like, Barry Manilow. Then I think he tours <laughs> in 2015. So... <laughs> Charlie, do you have anything? Um, nothing out of the ordinary, so I'll just go ahead and say if you want to talk about Android, uh, look up uh, Android for Everyone on Facebook. Um, both uh, There's a page where uh, we post uh, some uh, news stories and events and things that are interesting for everyone, uh, Android users of all skill levels, from uh, people who have just gotten their first Android phone to um, Android Super Geeks. Uh, if you want to talk about gaming, you can find us, all the people in this room, as well as a whole bunch of other great people over in the Players Club on Facebook. Um, general computer geekery can be discussed in the mouse click, uh, spelled like C L I Q U E on Facebook. And um, yeah, um, I actually have a show coming up. Granted, it's in like five months, but it's still coming up. Um, on April nineteenth, uh, I'll be playing at RiverCon in South Bend, Indiana. I'm probably not going to announce it very much until at least February. Um. Uh, they just finished their Kickstarter uh, funding. They got they reached just over four thousand um, dollars, which is great. Um, I'm also playing another show at some point at somewhere in Indiana, but I haven't nailed down any finalized dates or anything like that yet. So, 2014, <coughs> VJ goes to Indiana <laughs> twice apparently. Um, uh, since I kind of rushed with it last week, I'll, I'll mention it a little bit. Uh, more intimately now um uh, last week i released a song called all hail it's supposed to be you know a, uh, a thank you song for the fans and stuff like that including anyone listening to gamerhead radio right now um it, it's available uh for as a pay what you want download which means if you want to be if you want to buy it for free you know uh, download it for free rather you can do that if you'd rather throw me a buck or two, you know, that option is still there. Um, just go to my Bandcamp page, vikingjesus.bandcamp.com. Um, I'm working on another song that's an original song, and it's stupid and awesome, and it left both Charlie and Goat uh, in tears of laughter when I previewed the first part of it to them. Um, and I'm not going to give any more details other than that, but it should be out sometime this week. Um... And with that, if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamerHeadRadio. Follow us on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio for updates on the newest episodes. Uh, I'm at Viking Games Live. He's at Sir Goatsworth. He's at Tech Charlie, as in T-E-K Charlie. 
We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Plus. We're on our own fucking website. Uh, Michelle pointed out something. We have never mentioned our gamer tags. Gamer tags? Yeah, there's a reason for that. Oh, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> oh, okay. I, I'm not. I, I try to. You know. Eh. It's not gonna be very profitable for people. On my side, because I'm not a big online. I'm not gamer. either. You're just I mean, if be... they really, if they really yeah, want I mean, them, I mean, they can find them in the the directory in the players club. You know, because we're all in there. But yeah. okay. But other than that, um, whatever you're listening to us on, uh, please plus one us, upvote us, five star us, like us, whatever it is on whatever you're listening to us on. Um, we'd really appreciate it. AM, FM, XM. We're oh wait, we're not any of that. Never mind. I was gonna say. <laughs> This episode was brought to you by the Beatus Buddies. Oh my god, sugar. <laughs> this has been Gamerhead Radio. I got the Beatus. Mike, check. Mike, 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 Mike. I've got a Beatus buddy in my mouth. <laughs> Charlie, these are really good. You you have to, at some point, thank your wife for me for making such you can, yeah, sugary. You can thank her on the uh, delicious. Well, yeah, but who wants to do that? I mean, Tying you know, and thanking and and I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's so much effort just to you know. I mean, go go and check. Check, check, check. One, two, three. Here we go, here we go. Beat his buddy in the face. Beat his buddy in the face. <laughs> Slightly dirty, but okay. Uh, are we good here? Are we, are we good? Check, check, and a check. Yeah, I think we're all set up. I have to finish my beat us buddy. <laughs> <laughs>